Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Hello, I'm the good friend, Scott Jacobson. And... Uh, Did you feel Michael that empty space? Keeps, Michael keeps being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, fu- no funny business. No, oh, he alluded to my grass. No. No. <laughs> He's being a, a bitch. bitch. I wanted to call him something else, but I would rather keep doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the edge of a knife right there. <laughs> um... Anyways, so I, I, sorry, like straining I, our ties. Yeah, no, I mean, he, I, I don't have any funny intro for this because Michael took the funny with him. Uh, so, seven hours and six. Okay, you're supposed to keep doing the intro. I don't you took your love away. I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> but nothing can... No, just do the song. Do the, the... What are we doing? What are we talking about? Uh, Yeah, so we're talking about perspective. And, well, perspective and slash or perception. I'm not exactly sure kind of where this falls under because I kind of feel like we'll be a little bit all over the place, kind of. Um, but what? Kinda what, I, <laughs> what I mean by that is, again, specifically video games, but... What? Like, first... Yeah. It would kind of actually be impressive if there was a second person <laughs> point of view in a game. Uh, first, actually, there has been. But I'll talk about that later. Oh, fun! So I guess we're going to be talking about first, second, and third person <laughs> uh, perspective uh, games and kind of the pros and cons, what kind of works in them, and what kind of doesn't. Um, and then, I, for my own sake, because I kind of feel like these would also fit in this category. We're going to go ahead and talk about uh, two, 2.5, as it is called, and 3D games. Because there are still games that come out nowadays that do still mess with all of those different things. So, I kind of figure we'll start with the the two, the two first, sorry, first, second, and third person. Uh, because those are... Uh, more common than I would say two versus three D, especially nowadays. Um, oh yeah, yes. Oh, oh yeah. So I guess it just any prevailing opinions. It, like, do you have any sort of preference if it's a first versus a third person game? Like, it, like is there one? Like, obviously, it's not like we both play games that um we both really like. In both of right. those perspectives, uh, Call of Duty franchise, <clears throat> best game, best game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, now I'm invested. Now I'm listening. Yeah, and then we got like stuff like Dead Space, and uh, it, actually, what would like Lego Batman count as? Sorry, I'm like looking at my stack of games. <laughs> Is that like? <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't the jump I was expecting you to make. Dead Space to Lego Batman. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard there. What? What? Does it? I mean, that's third here? person. I'm look at the. Isn't it? It's, yeah, it's just third person. Remote play. Sorry, I thought. Wait, why is part of this in Spanish? What the fuck? <laughs> what is going on on this cover? Well, I what we thought was just like a small pothole on the sidewalk is now a downward <laughs> spiral to Wonderland. You're 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 blowing my mind right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, 
I'm trying to see if there's anything. Well, you say your speak words while I try and figure out <laughs> if this yes, is. Yes, yes, of course. Of course, there. Uh, I think for a long time, my default answer would be the best is first person, just because, you know, it seems like the most immersive perspective, right? I mean, you are embodying something, someone. The hands move up in front of the camera. That's your hands. That's your person. And so for a long time, that's really, you know, the perspective I thought was the prevailing one. Like, I, you know, Bioshock has that. Bioshock was definitely my favorite game for years. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But he's going deeper, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't have, I I didn't tie the rope off to anything. So this is going to be bad. I feel like I should just put this down because I just realized (laughs) there's French. I don't know what the fuck. I'm all right. (laughs) But you better put it down before you somehow uh, come across ancient Sumerian and start reading it aloud. I'm putting it down. It's back on the show. It's in your brain. <laughs> Go on. That was scary. Yeah, I I would say I would have said first person a while ago, but yeah. as I've matured, Mature. I've honestly started thinking like, well, I like first person still. I mean, obviously, first person still has its place. I think we've all had that moment where we're like, you know, we play a first person game and you see the character do something in some way, pick it up in a certain way, and then you go in real life and pick up a toothbrush or something. And you're like. <laughs> like the game hand you know i think we're all guilty of that at some point yeah yeah but uh as i've grown as i've grown older i feel like i've started actually thinking more third person is the better perspective just because on a mechanical level on a, like the first person obviously the major benefit there is what i was talking about it puts you in the shoes of something someone etc you know yeah that's you you are the game but the thing is, like, the first-person perspective, it, it's weird because it looks like it should be embodying a character, but it really doesn't work like a human works, you know? Like, What do you mean? You don't you make 90-degree turns? <laughs> like, I, I look around, around shoulders around. first, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a, like a Batman 89 where he literally couldn't move his neck. So I'm just so, like... <laughs> so you got whatever you're around. looking at, your chest is pointed at as well. So, like, that's what you got to... <laughs> Right, right. Stiff as a board, light as a feather. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but then also, you know, the the way that people look around, it doesn't really mimic the, you know, the very static motions of a camera. You know, like it stays level, looks up, pan left, pan right, up, down, stuff like that. Like when you're looking around as a human, your eyes are flicking around, skipping over details. You know, you lock onto something, you lock onto something else. So I I felt like third person actually ends up being the more immersive one at least in my opinion just because you know it enables that a little bit more you get to yeah. look around a little bit more the person actually moves a little bit more uh realistically and it's also just kind of nice to see the person because i feel like yeah, it offers I'm... more opportunities for character just from I what they feel do like, and seeing them. yeah character scott question for you in another a third one? person oh. in, in a third person game would you pick if you had the choice do you pick guy or girl I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. I, I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> no. Is this recording? Okay. <laughs> answer the question, Scott. Logan, why don't you answer? You, what, 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 what do you want me to answer, Logan? I, to, I want you to answer the question, Scott. I've given you two choices. <laughs> why, are you posting, why are you positing this question towards me, Logan? Because I would like it answered. Is that not why? One the woman, Logan. The Fine. The woman. <laughs> Actually, I haven't played a game where you get to choose that in a long time. Um, I think the last one. 
I'll be honest, I kind of feel like I agrees, but I <laughs> I'm gonna be a hundred percent real with you right now. Um Holy in shit, third person games. <laughs> in third person games, I, I I do remember as a kid, like if I did have the choice, I would always pick the guy because I'm like, I wouldn't want to be a stinky girl. Clip that, clip that, send it to the Pentagon. <laughs> well, I think it was also I cared more about like, I guess identifying with the character on screen. Like, wow, I can be that guy. Like that 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 guy could be me. But then as I've gotten older, I think I've just kind of stopped caring. And I'll be honest, I play as I <laughs> I do pick like the female option a lot more than I used to. I feel like it kind of depends on the game. Um, and also if there's multiple characters, for instance, like Soulsborne, like I'll have a pretty good mix of like guy and girl. It kind of really depends on. OK, but also. Oh, yeah, I guess that would count. Something like Elden Ring would count. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I picked Toddle. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah, see, well, see, again, my first character was Michi, and my whole thing was, okay, my idea was I want to make, like, a, a female samurai and be like, and I didn't know how well that would actually work. worked out pretty well, but, <clears throat> but just being like, I want to, like, I have a character in mind. I'm not trying to identify with the character anymore. I have an idea in mind that I want to, you know, go and execute. And then the person after was uh, Ragenwald, my big, my big guy. He's my big strength build boy. And, uh... <laughs> mm, but then, stronger. yeah, but then exactly. But no, but then I made a guy and it's like, it's more so kind of like, I don't know, like, I just, it's not necessarily, I think as I've gotten older, I've become less, I've cared less about identifying myself necessarily with right. like uh, these characters and more so just kind of like thinking of a character and then projecting them onto the screen and then kind of playing as that character rather than kind of playing as myself. Not to say that like right. there's any issue if you want to do that, like by all means do it. It's still fun to do things that way. Right. But I think just as I've gotten older, <clears throat> also as I've, become more of a writer and like just liking to write stories it kind of it's just kind of an exercise i do naturally where i just kind of think of characters and how they would react and i kind of transitioned that into games and right. i'll be honest i find that really fun <laughs> right more of like as you've gotten older taking advantage of the uh the distinction between you and the player character you're controlling rather than yes. trying to <clears throat> like unify the two of yes. you I yes. guess really quick question, Logan, while we're dealing with these hypotheticals. Yeah. Would you do the same thing in a first person game? Yes, because I've done it in Cyberpunk. <laughs> because, well, I, I would do it specifically in like a role playing game. If it's like right. a game where it's a silent protagonist, I, who cares? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I love Fallout New Vegas. You're a silent protagonist. It literally means, well, no, sorry, I take that. Well, yeah. Will he Sorry, take no, that? no, uh, no I'm, th I'm thinking because um, <clears throat> there are some perks that are specific to like if you're a certain gender, there are perks that uh, it's like uh, more damage or like more convincing to like people of like the opposite gender, and it does actually matter <laughs> which gender you pick. 
Because <clears throat> are there uh, male and female enemies? Yes, but there's generally a lot more male enemies. <laughs> so it's like, um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I do think I, not a New Vegas one, because I was a smarmy, smooth talker in New Vegas, and that's what I love about it. But in Fallout 4, I do remember I did make a, <clears throat> like a, like a Widowmaker build, not like an, not like an Overwatch Widowmaker, but like, uh, the, uh, specifically using those perks that give me an advantage against the opposite sex. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. since a lot of the enemies are male, I'm going to be a, a gal and she's going to be a sneaky bitch, but she's also going to be someone who like crit headshots someone from like halfway across the map and can be very sneaky. But right. Um, I guess it kind of depends. Cyberpunk doesn't really have anything like that. That is again, more role-playing. So I, well, I guess Fallout is also kind of role play. I guess it has to be like a mm -hmm. role playing game. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I bring it up just because. Yeah. I, I, there hasn't actually really been like in an official or like public capacity this, but it's been something that I felt has been a sentiment with yeah. recent games, and I want to gauge your opinion on it. Yeah. Do you feel as though the proximity of the camera to the player character, even if it's like into the character, like first person? Yep. Do you think that does that feel like it attaches you more to the character or does it not matter? <sighs> is the is the proximity of the camera directly uh correlative to your investment, I guess, something along um, those lines. Or proportionality or something. So, mean, there's there's I, mathematics I guess, in here, but I didn't study that, so I guess it's easier to get attached to a character when the camera is a lot closer on them just because you're in much closer proximity and you're, you know, you can see their emotions and what they're doing a lot easier. Whereas something, for instance, something like Hades, where that's like a very much a top-down perspective, mm -hmm. still really like the characters. It's just like, you really, I, I feel like you have to win me over a bit more with like the writing and stuff. Well, I, I was going to say, I feel like they kind of compensate for that, though, is because whenever you talk for the most part and go into cutscenes, you know, they have like the little dialogue box pop up and it's like a, a, a silhouette of like the character and it's a lot closer now. And like you can see their face and whatnot because you can't see it in the normal game. So I, I guess that's a roundabout way of saying kind of, <laughs> but yeah, there's like ways around it, I guess. Uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, I can I can see being closer to them and seeing them go through the emotions and whatnot uh, it, more so than if you were just like 50 feet above them at all times. Like I, I right. feel like you would lose something there. See, I don't really know if I agree <laughs> with that mostly because of, well, one thing there's cutscenes that move the camera. actually. Yeah, I, like, I, okay. No, see, that's, that's what I was saying. That's what I meant. Like, if there were no cutscenes and it was like, let's say it was Hades, but they didn't have any of the zoom ins with like the dialogue boxes. There weren't any cutscenes or anything like that. If it was literally just that top down, if it was like hotline. Well, no, I think hotline Miami has that too. If it was just that and you never really got close and it was always that angle, I think yes, but no, I do agree that I think cinematics, if you have it and you push it on the character and whatnot, it kind of offsets the, right the 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 loss that you would suffer if you didn't do that right yeah no i i you definitely <sighs> point out that it's a little bit gray because you know there's both the game and the not game responsible for actually letting me see the character and what they're doing yeah uh 
I don't know. I because I, I I mostly ask because it feels like the biggest perspectives. That doesn't make sense. The most commonly used perspectives. The biggest. Not necessarily the biggest the in the largest. land. One of the fine edition of my collection. Can I, can I play it as a thirty-five foot tall giant, and I'm like right over his shoulder, and like it's not like a magic world. I'm just like he's just really tall, and everyone else is super tiny. To get this man three copies of Godzilla for PS4 right now. <laughs> no, but I'm like a normal guy just trying to do like normal guy things. But I'm 30. He's just big. <laughs> Rush hour traffic. Oh, wait. Steps over. <laughs> That'd be funny. It would be funny. Uh, but the, the most commonly used perspectives <clears throat> in yeah. big AAA games are very close ones. First person or the over-the-shoulder third person has become, like, mm. has it become, I feel like it's become the new default. Am I right in that? Thanks, Last of Us. <laughs> exactly. No, Scott, uh, you're and, exactly right. Last yeah, of Us like, popularized ge- what Gears of War did. <laughs> right. That's, that's the, it wasn't even Last of Us's thing. It just made it. It, it the, the success of The Last of Us, I feel like, accidentally taught people this is the right perspective. Yeah. It taught a lot of people like, accidentally a lot of not good things, Scott. It did. Oh, yeah. You think we're done talking about The Last of Us? Oh, boy. Never. Always comes back. Always comes back. Because Unfortunately, all roads do lead to The Last of Us in some way in yeah. modern gaming. Unfortunately. Right. But uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like people are starting to take this over-the-shoulder perspective for granted. Or that's their thought. Like Because the camera is so close... I have to like the character because I'm literally I'm literally attached to the character. I'm I'm right up behind him. I'm looking at oh, they smell nice. I can do that. That makes me connected to them. You know, I'm that staring power. at their ass for eighty hours. Right. I gotta <laughs> like them. <laughs> Not even their ass, the nape of the neck. Oh, it's so sweaty. Oh, it's That's such a true. Sweaty can nape. we get can we get back ass shots in third person? Back up the camera. Logan's Logan's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> what i just want batman to flash me every so often what do you want hey you get two or three more of those <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say that's no, the question actually... i didn't bring up earlier <laughs> right. you actually do bring that up though you want to look at butt <laughs> don't lie my we all know. <laughs> is that what you wanted this is what she wants yes Anyway, back to talking about Batman. <laughs> uh, but, like, this has become the perspective, maybe because of this bohemian logic that physically moving me close to a character emotionally moves me closer to them. But, like, there's a time and place for this over-the-shoulder to work. Like, something like Dead Space. It works yep. because you're you're constantly <laughs> in these enclosed environments, and you're, you're supposed to be in danger. You're not really supposed to have this full 360 view, you know? You've got to aim at what's coming at right in front of you. That adds to it. It makes yeah. sense. It wouldn't make sense to do Dead Space from like an isometric perspective. I mean, you could. It actually might be a fun little demake someone could make one day. But still, like, it makes sense for over the shoulder, and it makes sense for a lot of like yeah. shooting games. You know? Yeah. Because you know, I'm over here. The bad guy's over here. There's there's a background and a foreground that get created when you do this over the shoulder thing. So why are so many melee games doing this now like god of war is the big one i think the new i want to say one thing was in the news recently i want to say dragon age is going to be doing it with the Uh, new one stop it 
Jesus. Like, but even stuff like, not even that. Like, a good point was made about the Arkham series. Well, it, actually, you didn't make it. You well, talked talk about Batman, though. Like, Batman, <laughs> the perspective does move in Arkham. It's not, like, I was, over yeah. the shoulder all the time. But if you're just standing around and walking as Batman, <clears throat> it is over the shoulder. And that's kind of weird, isn't it? Like, no. Is it? No? No. Is that too because, far? No, because I will say this. I don't think I don't think the pulled back perspective would work in the Arkham games outside of the combat. I think being close to Batman in the non-combat moments is a good way to kind of reorientate yourself and, you know, reattach to the character after you're done fighting. But once you go into the combat mode, it pulls out. So not only can you see and it's fucking tolerable, but also you're like, okay, it's like it's Batman time now. Like it's it's like fight time. It's kind of like when you when you see that perspective, it's no longer like detective talkie time. It's punchy fisty time. And it's like my favorite time. Yes. (laughs) But no, No, that's a a really that's a really good point. That's a very good point. I'll be honest, that is what I wish the fucking God of War series did. The new ones. Sure, you want to have your over-the-shoulder perspective? Fine, whatever. When we start fighting, please, for the love of God, let me pull the camera back so I can see that three assholes behind me <laughs> hooking up spit. Don't, God, I Ragnarok pissed me off so much with that crap. It's super <laughs> annoying that they just don't push it back a little bit. Because, like... <clears throat> It, it like foreground background do all the attacks in the middle we talked about this in the actual review of it but like the third person perspective implies that you have a greater degree of awareness than the no, game's actually giving you you don't have that awareness because half the screen no i'm not joking half the screen is taken up by the character even if it's you know, well it's a little bit you can kind of say over there. not really not well not good no and so they pick up the slack with these big garish arrows. Like, oh well, it's behind you. Hey, oh my how about God. how about asshole? How about you you just pull it back, and so I can see the person coming behind me. God, cross your mind ever? That's it, it, don't even get me started on that because they're just like, especially because you first of all you can't see what attack it is, so you have no idea if no. it's a melee attack coming in at you, and you need to do something about it immediately, or if it's a ranged attack, and they're just like, watch out, it's incoming, and you're like, when? Like right. I, well, you you can kind of tell because uh, projectiles are purple, but it doesn't really change the fact that the arrow shows up the second the attack starts, and yes. if the attack is going to be a slow a little softball coming at you, quiet and loud here on the graveyard shift ninety five point oh, or if no it's going idea. to nope, oh, it's already hit yeah. you. It's already hit yeah. you. You just saw the arrow and it already hit you. There's yeah. no way to tell. Nope. Because you can't look at it and nope. see. It's very very annoying. Right. I, I I hate the new God of War. The the the, the God of War's combat one v one, great, fantastic. Honestly, I really enjoyed the Thor fights. Those were so much fun. I I'll be a hundred percent honest. I think the perspective worked very well in there because I only have to focus on one person, and all I need to do is just keep him in my sight, and that's fine. As soon mm-hmm. as you add a second person to that, no garbage falls apart. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. No, hundred percent. Like, if you're going to have a, a melee combat game, you need to let me see what I'm fighting. I'm looking at you, Callisto Protocol. Can I, can oh I tell you goodness. something? Hold on, oh hold on, hold on. Can I tell you something that I found out recently? 
Please tell me something you found remember out. How, remember how when we first, because we played it when it came out, we beat it like before any like big patches came out. Remember how mm-hmm. people were saying like, oh, you're just playing it wrong. Like that's what it's supposed to be. And enemies are, you know, they're supposed to attack you like that. And you're supposed to play it in this jank way. Uh, guess what? They updated it so enemies only ta- attack you one at a time now. Guess what? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocker. We were right about a bad game. The game was intended to be a 1v1 the whole time, which kills all of the goddamn tension. Guess what? Your janky way of playing game was not the intended way. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Take Sorry. that, internet. I just feel like I had to mention that because I was watching someone, uh, I think it was like one of those videos like, oh, I got all the trophies in Callisto Protocol or whatever. Um, and they were talking about it because they played it after the update and they were like, yeah, so, or no, I think it was a review. So no, sorry. Someone was reviewing it and they reviewed it after like this big patch and they're like, yeah, so enemies only attack you one at a time now. So it's like, it feels so good to be vindicated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with the perspective, that's really all you could do. Cause like in our review, we talked about it. Some people will just start attacking you and you just can't see your, and it doesn't help the the Callisto protocol specifically to dodge is specifically oriented on the direction you're facing and the facing direction is going to be locked onto an enemy and so that's just i mean that's just shit soup right there i wouldn't drink that (laughs) but again you know and you can fight multiple enemies over the shoulder if you have some sort of range if you have that ability to see the distances i i I don't like so many melee games are going this god of war route where they're just keeping that perspective especially considering we've proven we don't need to ghost of tsushima did this for all it's it understood that you want to see who you're fighting yeah it did again shadow of mordor shadow of war games did the same thing because you know what batman understood you know what the arkham series understood is yes you want to be next to batman in the story moments like you know you want to be next to him you want to be with batman like when he's Mm -hmm. in the nitty-gritty and he's like doing being a detective and you're you know like you're helping him or you see the emotions and whatnot but when he's fighting i want to be able to see (laughs) right like batman like i could i i can suspend my disbelief that batman is just that good that he knows that two guys are coming to punch him so he he ducks under him and bop bop and gets him also it just looks better because i can see what i'm doing and chain things together ghost of tsushima understood that hey you need to see what you're doing. Uh, you know the the issue with the Callisto protocol, how we're talking about, you know, your dodge is based on uh, the direction that you're pointing in. You know what would have fixed that? Or sorry, not fixed that, but uh, you know something else that has a control scheme where it is highly dependent on the way you push in the sticks. Devil May Cry. And guess what? That game, not that it doesn't, it never has like an over the shoulder view really, but that game pulls back. So you can very, very easily tell, okay, my character is facing this way. And if I want to do combos, you know, I need to go in this certain direction because guess what? It matters what direction you push the buttons in, depending on where your character is facing, but I can Mm -hmm. see where they're facing. So I know what direction to push it in. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, even like the closest to Devil May Cry perspective would probably be the reboot from Ninja Theory. But even yeah. that, you that's could not see even in all directions. Close. Like, it, yeah, yeah, like it was, it was fine. Yeah, Camera no, was not they're... one of the issues for that game. Yeah, no, combat. As much as that game sucks as shit, combat really wasn't that much of a that that combat wasn't the issue. No, too many games are, I, or at least these melee focused games are. <sighs> 
they're sacrificing practicality for i guess style but it's not even really that stylish like well, at I, some I, point I, you want to just see, can i see the nice world again, that you've made all pretty again i kind of i feel like i have to blame the last of us because they had that but the thing mm-hmm. is that people don't understand the last of us is not a horde fighter you're not like melee combat was supposed to be like a last resort and the mm-hmm. reason why it looks stylish is be- like in the last of us is because well they had the animations it looked good for the animations and if you got into melee combat that's a bad thing you you don't mm-hmm. want that <laughs> you shouldn't right. be doing that that was a last ditch effort but people are just like man it looks so good let's make an entire game like that and it's just like no you stupid bitch that's that bad <laughs> I can't help but wonder, though, a little devil's advocate, if yeah. it, part of it isn't just that. I, wa- I wonder, I don't quote me on this. I'm not, you know, the inside I'm, I'm, knowledge. I'm writing man. it down. You can't well, stop me. I, I I can't stop him. That's the problem. I can't stop him. <laughs> uh, would some of it maybe be about rendering? Like, with over the shoulder and that more focused perspective, do you have to, <clears throat> like, render less, I guess? Like, is it less intensive in some way? Well, Is that, but... like caveman to think like I, it everything behind be. me in god of war ragnarok is very blurry but as soon as i turn I, around it's fine i i don't know i don't necessarily know how that works i don't think so because i feel like you could whip yeah. around really fast so i i feel like making that blurry and then having to load it back in like when you're looking at it i feel like that would pro- I feel like that would take more processing power than just having everything loaded? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I probably I, 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 I could I, be I wrong. I yeah, don't know. I, I, I just bring it up because you know, rolling back to first person for a second, I do yeah. think that first person has its place. Uh, yeah, and I and you know, in being immersive, I'm not saying it's not it's less immersive Freedom. than third person. Yeah, it's got its place. Yeah, uh, but I'm just thinking about like, <clears throat> I do think the third person ends up being more immersive for at least for me these days just because it lets my eyes work as eyes work and uh but thinking about first person uh where i think it really is uh getting a little spicy is in vr for sure immersive oh yeah i was gonna say I was first gonna person bring that vr up. like yeah the, and I, the reason i bring up the uh, whole like rendering questions because i know that psvr2 uses a uh, foveated rendering whereas mm. uh it basically uses its eye tracking to determine its resolution PSVR mm. 2 looks so good because it's only really rendering what you are directly looking at. Mm. So I don't know if that might be technology used in the more conventional games, but yeah, is or is it isn't really the case. I mean, it could I be. I, again, I, mean, it could I, be I don't know. <laughs> but right. yeah, no, I, <laughs> I was going to say first person is definitely the king in VR. I, there, there's just no two ways about it. The most is, the most immersive gaming experience I've ever had is in VR when I am the character. And again, oh, yeah. place and it, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And I played it on the shitty fucking PSVR. And even that was still probably the most immersive gaming experience I've ever fucking had of again. But well, because it's you doing it. It's, it's not like, oh, mm-hmm. you're hitting a controller button. And you're peeking around the corner and you're looking for zombies. No, it was me leaning my head over, trying to peek around a wall looking for zombies. Like, right, it's, right. it's such a huge difference because your participation goes from like 
very clearly you're on a controller to nah motherfucker you look around that corner with your head and you risk it getting bit off like <laughs> it's just right. like there's something so awesome about that and again i i know i've talked about this a lot that was actually probably the scariest fucking game i've played in a long time because even if it's not necessarily scary because, you know, the zombies aren't actually going to get me. I don't know what's around every corner. In a normal video game, I'd be like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to walk around the corner and I'll deal with it. But for me, it's... <laughs> or, sorry, when I'm doing it, because, like, I don't have, like, a steady... Like, I I'm not playing a guy that has, like, iron in his arms and he's, like, locked up. He's constantly just, like, locked and ready to go. No, <laughs> I have to rely on my dumbass reflexes for anything that I walk around. And if there's something around a corner, I have to rely on my aim, my reflexes to deal with that situation. And that is so fucking stressful. Right, right. There were several times where I walked around a corner and there was a zombie and I was just like, it's why I always had a knife in my hand. <laughs> because I didn't necessarily trust that I could reach down like get it off my belt like not in a panic not drop it and then also swing it to deal with the threat so i always just had a knife in my hand so if i ever came around the corner i could at least try and like grab them and quickly take them out but mm -hmm. which is what i would probably do in real life if i if it was the real life and it was a zombie apocalypse and i was scavenging around for supplies motherfucker you better believe i would always have a weapon in my hand are you joking <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, you, you would not be Jacob Lee of the Callisto Protocol and just no. be like, okay, it's been two seconds without a zombie. I'm going to go yeah, put let me away put now. my weapon away. I'm just like, ah, no, no, no. I'm, something lethal will always be in my hand. Or not even, not even something to defend myself. It doesn't have to even have to be lethal. Give me a fucking two by four. I'll walk around with a piece of wood. <laughs> something gets right. too close to stop. <laughs> right. Not taking chances. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get better. We know, you know, PSVR 2 already has all of this, you know, defoliated resolution and yeah, stuff like Saints... that to step up the immersion. Saints, uh, Saints Row, Saints Row, Jesus fuck. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2, I think, is actually coming out this month. Mm -hmm. So, uh, who? If, <laughs> if something was going to tempt me to buy the PSVR 2, it's, it's genuinely that. Right. So, <laughs> I think the only big. Because I'm trying to think. I mean, there's just so many upsides to virtual reality. Virtual reality, first person. It just yeah. makes it such a great perspective. I think yeah. the only stumble that I can really think of right now, I don't really know how to go around it, is in. It seems broad to say the storytelling, more so like, in a first person <clears throat> game, there's enough of that detachment because it is you know still that artificiality of <laughs> I look around shoulders first, I don't blink, I you know, all these directions. Yeah. You know, there's enough detachment where when it's a story and it's their own standalone character, it makes a you know, they're they're talking, they have their own ambitions. I am just kind of like, I'm 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 plankton in the SpongeBob episode. I am controlling their brain. Like, yeah. okay, that's fine. It does feel a little weird in first person VR when yeah. you know I when you're playing my head, I'm you. looking around, I'm yeah. dancing with my hands, you know, I'm <laughs> and the uh, the person in front of me is giving an impassioned soliloquy on uh, the value of a human life. And it's like but can you do this? While <laughs> <laughs> you're waving a gun in their face like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's a little detachment there and I I don't really know how to answer 
that question uh, that quote uh, right now i i i don't think I, unfortunately i don't think there is an answer to that because beyond i guess like recognition of the npc like you're pointing a gun at me stop that yeah like, interrupting but... well i was I, I feel like vr games are probably going to be at their best when we when you do have like like if they did like a fallout new vegas in vr where like like you're a silent protagonist or fuck it maybe use the voice commands and like when like you can give options of like what you say then you say it out loud to your vr and then the npcs can wake up everyone in the house yeah (laughs) um uh but uh, yeah no i don't know how to necessarily i feel like it's kind of just on the players to suspend their disbelief that they are someone else and just to kind of get into it because you can easily just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I don't, re- I, I genuinely don't think there's that much that the devs can do to like kind of mitigate that. Right. A little bit, a little bit too much agency without even really it being agency. It's just yeah. that I ha- I can make my character boogie woogie <laughs> while the other characters yeah. are breaking down over the loss of a comrade. Yeah. While I'm just like, hey, want to see me do a somersault? And then yeah. I grab myself in my VR cable because I shouldn't have done that somersault. <laughs> But then yeah. uh, there, there's the, the so that's the first person. But I want to go back to third person here to like just talk about the opposite end of the spectrum totally because this is something that's kind of like eaten at me since university times when I was um I took a game course and we were talking about perspective and stuff like that. And there there's just something I, we've talked about it before, but I just need to bring it up here. There's the yeah. complete opposite. Like we have the complete total agency of being able to move and schmoove <laughs> as we will in VR. What about the complete opposite of that where we have no control over the camera whatsoever. Logan, can we talk about fixed cameras for a second? Fixed ca- Oh, God, did you mean like Resident Evil? Uh, yeah. There's a school of thought, because we're talking about Dead Space, the restricted perspective works for it. There's yeah. a school of thought that the fixed camera is the superior camera for horror because it adds to this detachment, because you're not directly controlling your character. You are watching them from a distance, or they are being watched. And so then you no no can i just say no <laughs> yeah you can say no because you're correct in saying no no like i understand the principle and, like the me? idea <laughs> i understand the idea maybe it's just on the games themselves being a bunch of backtracky close the door open the door close the door open the door switching cameras on the axis every alternate step maybe oh it's God. just resident evil's fault but i have never like there's been like one time i've actually felt the fixed camera oh wow that's actually pretty tense and kind of spooky and not just being a sense of annoyance because i just can't figure out where i am in a single room <laughs> Oh, that's the point. I don't care if it's the point. I'm not trying at this point to like, oh, survive the survival horror. I'm trying to get back to the main hall. It's not scary. It's frustration. And I don't like it. Also, what do you mean that's the point you don't know where you are? Motherfucker, I have eyes. If I'm in a room, I know where I am at in the room. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Like, (laughs) I understand the detachment thing, but this isn't that. This is just like making it a no. It's the thing I was talking about with artificial difficulty. Yeah, it's hard to stop my car when you cut the brakes. (laughs) No shot. That's crazy. The only time I felt it work like once is in Silent Hill. People say Silent Hill is one of those games with fixed cameras. That's not technically true. You do have control of the camera. You can flip it and look around as you want. But that's the thing. You do have control of the camera. So when there are moments like in the first Silent Hill during the introduction where you suddenly can't, it becomes this fixed angle overhead and all of a sudden the other world comes in. That's adding to the sense that control is being taken away from you. You are entering a new dark world, you know? 
But so many games don't do that. They just... <laughs> and so many. And it, the problem too is that we are right on the cusp of like PS One era being like retro and people wanting to like call back to it. And oh, so God. we're seeing that come back. Please don't. <laughs> please, please. Uh... No. <laughs> My memories. <laughs> God, I'm just I I'm trying to think if I was ever legitimately afraid in Resident Evil One or um uh which what was the one we played Zero sorry I like genuinely don't yeah Zero Zero is the other one with uh, Rebecca <laughs> I like there were moments where you're kind of like oh shit because something that you couldn't see is there but it was never like scary it was just kind of like oh shit now I need to like either walk back through the door and then figure out how I'm going to walk past these guys or, Oh shit. I need to deal with these shit tank controls and try and get around this guy. Oh no. And try not to like loop myself around and get hit because the cameras got awful. Oh no. Right. I can think of like one time where it was like, like, I guess like the payoff or the punchline, I don't know of the whole thing was when you round that one corner and then all of a sudden the camera switches and then the zombies like taking up the whole camera. It's like, oh, he's right there. Oh my goodness. But even that's not even, you know, what is like, like oh, a jump zombie. scare. <laughs> it's a, it, it really is. It's a jump scare. And then it's, oh, well, I guess I got to deal with the zombie. Yeah. Bye bye. It doesn't work. If you're in the school of thought that a fixed camera is the best camera for horror, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. Your heart's in the right place, but your brain's not. No, it is not. I'm so... <sighs> I... genuinely give me some good suggestions and on good on good horror games that have a fixed camera. If if you say Resident Evil, I'm immediately not taking you seriously. Right. Well, <laughs> I, we've we've like... proven too. I think we've pretty easily proven that you don't need the fixed camera to make the the tension of Resident Evil work because we have Resident Evil 2 remake which has moments like that because just simply put blind corners and yeah, stuff I like was, that. Like you I can't was... see them coming. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say shit like blind cor- corners and having to take them yourself. Like, come on. Wow, it's almost like the exact kind of thing the fixed cameras are trying to do, but I can see where I am and I can yeah. actually make my way around. It's crazy. Wow. And I have control over the camera, so it's on me to see like where I have to aim and stuff and see where the threat's coming from instead of it just violently switching and I'm just like, oh, okay, there they are. Or God forbid, I'm trying to figure out where the threat's coming from and all I have are sound cues and I can't tell if they're coming from my left or my right side. So I'm hoping to God that Chris is aiming at something while I'm pulling the trigger. Oh yeah, I had to do that a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, I what, games like that, I played Tormented Souls recently too. This was huge for that. Uh, the camera's not quite seen. There, I think there's an enemy there. I move forward. I hit lock on. Nothing? Okay. I'm, I'm facing the wall intentionally until I can lock on and they move. Like, oh, someone's over there. Shoot it. Kill it. Bye. Wow. It's Sorry, there's... silly. Yeah, it's very silly. Actually, it does I, I does bring something to mind, though, too. I don't think this has been a huge trend, but thinking about Resident Evil, because there, there's one question I was thinking about asking. Was that do would you be as invested in Ethan Winters? Ethan Winters. Ethan if uh, no one's gonna get that joke, it's fine. Uh, I got it. So that's for the people who watch the streams. Wink. Yeah. Why'd I say that? Never mind. You can't see me wink. Anyway, uh, like, would would you be as in, you know endeared to Ethan Winters if he was not in first person? But then oh. I remembered you can be in third person in Resident Evil Village. They added that in. 
Well, I never played it in third person. And I'll say no. Because with how much damage that man takes to his hands, I feel like seeing that in third person would just be silly. <laughs> I'll be, this man's hands. hundred percent on Titanic and sink it. it. It's kind of like I understand like it, it, it kind of has like a weird, stupid charm to it because it is first person. And that's like the most visible thing. So they keep damaging his hands because that's the thing you'll see. Mm-hmm. If I saw that in third person, I really don't think it'd be charming. I think it'd be stupid. Right. It, it, it a little less over the top when it's like that's supposed to be my hand. They cut off my hand, whereas I just watch them cut off. He, he, I just they just cut off his hand. Yeah, he's just a good man. He's just an innocent man. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was wondering though, because this is not the only game to have the option between first person and third person. I know the newer Battlefronts did it. I know Grand Theft Auto does it. And I guess my thought is like, should people are saying that should be something that's standard do you agree with that um i feel like it really is like really gray and really game dependent yeah i was gonna say i think it's very game dependent because there are some games where well, because then you would have uh, the creators would or sorry, uh, developers would then have to take into account in every single scenario that, OK, they could be doing this in third person or they could be doing this in first person. So it's like, OK, so now we have to make either it's going to look janky or they have to make and like super good animations for everything, even though someone might be playing it purely in first person and you will never see that so i think people it, it, uh, underestimate yeah the level of work it takes to make something in first person and third person it's completely it, it, different uh, animations it's not as simple as just yeah. moving the camera back the reason the only i'm, I'm thinking of games that i can think of like it uh does Skyrim? I think Skyrim does. The reason it works yeah. in like Bethesda games like Fallout and Skyrim is because we are, uh, yeah, sorry, that was right. Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Sorry. I. The reason I feel like it works in those games is because, let's be perfectly honest, no one plays those games for the graphics or the fucking uh, like super cool, smooth animations. I, I, no, you play it because it's right. an RPG and they have good stories and you want to role play as something. I, I can play. Well, I eh, I don't know about Skyrim because that's a lot more melee. I, I mean, technically there is melee in Fallout as well, but that you it, it is a lot more like gun focused for the most part. So. And that really does have. Well, actually, that's the thing about Fallout as well is we were talking about zoomed in cameras with Fallout. You can. It, like, you know, on a mouse, you can literally, like, scroll in and out in terms of, like, third person. Like, that's kind of how, like, you can, essentially, what you would do is you can scroll so far forward until you'd eventually go into first person. Or you can scroll out and you can go back, like, a pretty good amount. Mm. Um, but, I, well, I think when you pull out your gun, it might force you in a little bit, maybe. Sorry, it's been a, it's been a while. But, yeah. um, it. it it does have that perspective 
but it kind of shoves you in when you do third person or uh, third person like that. So, you know, you can still aim properly and whatnot, but it's not like that. None of the animations are crazy. It, well, the, also the thing about fallout and Skyrim is they do have the, like, sometimes they have like those kill cams or whatever, you know, for like crit shots or something. So it's like, they kind of are, they're already modeling it in third person because that's what they want you to do. Or sorry, that's a feature in the game, but, it's not like they're you understand that it's not I guess it's because they had it in mind, but it's not like some super over the top technical masterpiece. No, it's still Bethesda jank, but like right. I'm trying to think of ones that I like Star Wars Battlefront two, you could hop between first and third. But again, that one's more of a shooter. There aren't mm-hmm too many crazy like animations that you really have so right but people saying like gta uh... and shit it's like uh, well i guess red dead did it too but again that's kind of like a staple of gta wait uh, could you go first person in red dead no that might have been a red dead 2 thing i think i take that back red dead 1 didn't do that i think red dead 1 was just always third person I think Red Dead 2 is the first one you can do first and third. But again, that started off. I feel like it's way easier to go from a third person perspective and then implement a first person perspective than it is to go from first to third. Hmm. So I could be wrong, but I. Yeah, no, I I feel like people don't. don't I can't disprove you. So, yeah, I feel like people don't. I feel like do people people do take for granted. Um just how much extra fucking work that would be <laughs> right i think it's a cute feature i think yeah. i would rather the developer make a more uh artful make decision a good game. in which perspective <laughs> they choose or if they're going yeah. to change perspectives to do so with you know a, a degree of purpose like pops into my head as a game that has both perspectives is silent hill for the room the dodgy one that we try to forget but we shouldn't forget yeah we shouldn't forget uh, that game is typically the levels are played in a very typical Silent Hill way, third person, fairly detached. It's not quite fixed. It's just not really, you can't really get even real close. You know, you can't really smell Henry like, which you wouldn't want to do. He's been locked in his room for weeks. He's stinky. He's a stinky yeah. boy. He's but when you are man. in the titular room, the whole that's the whole conceit of the game. You go back to the room. The room is your safe place. It is where you are not. You're not in the Silent Hill horrors anymore. So it's in the first person. It's more intimate. It's more close. You are in your room, and so stuff like that. That's you know that's an effective little use of it. You know, I don't really. I can't really think of any other games that switch like that. I do know that uh, some people bring up wanting to switch between uh, first and third person because uh, some people have motion sickness with first person. Yeah, and so like. I do understand that. I also really don't know how to solve it unless, you know, they do put in the work to do the extra animations like Resident Evil does. Uh, but that's a, that's something, uh, you know, I brought it up. I don't really know what to do with it, but that's a, that's a factor. I don't know. Yeah, I, I it's weird because again, I, I well, I guess call it fuck it. I guess Call of Duty does have it now too. Now that I'm <clears> thinking about it, I think Call of Duty does have a thing where you can play in third person. I I, I don't. I guess I don't what know. I'm more interested <laughs> in is if that is going to become something that becomes more standard. 
Like I, I'm yeah. trying to envision a gaming where that is the option. You know, you can be in third person <clears throat> or first person, and I'm not. I'm. I don't necessarily think that that's a bad future. I'm just really interested to see what that might look like. I guess. I feel like that yeah. would really like kickstart the kind of conversations we're trying to have here with the first and th- third person perspectives. Like, well, which is better? What camp are you in? You know? Yeah. It'd be interesting. Interesting. Very yeah. Interesting. I, I guess it would, I, I kind of feel like it would also depend on like, because I'll be honest, I kind of wish I could do that in cyberpunk because it's specifically a character that I customize and I made and then like I can change the outfit and stuff on. But, right. you know, something like where it's like it's a static character and it's not something you can customize. It's like, I, right. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a huge argument for uh, for third person. I know a huge camp of people in the DVD community who just don't bother with killer cosmetics yeah. because like you see a hand. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, that's, that's really fair. all you get. Yeah, and I, I get but at that. least at, at least that's multiplayer where you can at least like show off what you're wearing. Like Cyberpunk's a fucking single right. player game. No one's gonna see it. <laughs> right, not even you. Yeah, not even you. Exactly. Though, right. again, I do kind of like it because it does keep you immersed that you are, you know, you are V. Right. So it, it I, pros and cons. I don't think they. I, I don't think it's leaning too heavily into either camp. Like, oh, this is gonna be garbage if it happens, or oh, this mm-hmm. is gonna be fantastic if it happens. Right. I. I was. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I think my first instinct, and I'm sure yours is similar, is to uh, protect the uh, artist's ability to choose for themselves and think like, yes, I chose first person for this reason. But at the same time, I don't know if it would really like kill that intention to have the third person. I don't know. It's yeah. it's a weird hypothetical entertaining here. It's just something I wasn't thinking about. Interesting. Yeah. But our but the real question is are we going to see more second person games? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know one. There, there there's only one game I can think of that has ever employed a second person perspective. And that's the Siren games. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No. <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> the long pause told me everything, and then the actual answer told me the rest. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're. Uh, it's not a hugely popular series. It's Are they uh, good. I'm pretty sure it's directed. I don't know. It's uh, a. <laughs> I keep meaning to play at least the first one, but uh, that day hasn't come yet. It was directed by the original director of Silent Hill, I believe. And uh, it's a horror game. It's a spooky game, presumably. Because I haven't played it. Powerful game. Never played it. Uh, but I do know that it does include... Powerful, I, powerful I, game. Never played never it. Played it. <laughs> I feel a need to look up what they... Oh, you know what? I think I know what they call it. I do feel like a need to see what it, they do call it, though, so I could refer to it properly. Uh, there's a mechanic in this game to basically enter the perspective of an enemy... And then you use that enemy's perspective to like a sight jacking. They call it sight jacking. You sight jack an enemy and it allows you to see what the enemy sees. And then, of course, you use that mechanic to basically tell, okay, they're coming this way. They can see over here. I'll go the other way. That's that's like the only example of second person gameplay I've seen. Hmm. I feel like the fact that it's the only one I can name probably means it wasn't great (laughs) i could be wrong 
but it's interesting that that's the only one I can think of. But again, I guess I would it count for second perspective if it's like a text adventure thing when it's like you do this, you do this. Like uh what is that I, like what the is AI the AI dungeon? <laughs> what is that game with the you've been eaten by a Gru? What is that one I, called? What the it, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know you've been eaten by a Gru? What are you talking about? There's a text adventure like some sort of game it's an older one. Guys, can th- you can you send help? I think Scott's Zork? having a stroke. What the? <laughs> it's basically like a choose your own adventure thing. Like, would you will you go A or B? Will you go into the cave or will you go out in the dark? And if you go out in the dark, you'll be eaten by a Gru. This is a real thing, and I'm not talking about Gru from Despicable Me, although that's put in a hilarious <laughs> creepypasta image in my head. Scary image in my head. Why did I do that? Yeah, like I- games like those. I'm trying to think. If similar ones exist now, Scott, I, I, the have, Scott, have you been taking your meds? I, I won't see you I, doing anything to pursue more second-person gameplay, Logan. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Although I have had... You know Forget I mentioned it. It's all gone now. Good, I will. <laughs> it's all forgotten. Um... Yeah, I can't you had say something... I have any fucking idea. Which I, I don't know any of those games that you're talking about. I, I um, know you don't. I just wanted yeah. to give an example. We're talking about perspectives. I promised I would. Now, you said you wanted to talk about something earlier with 2.5D and 3D. Did you want to, like... I was saying, like, quick 2 jump and 2.5. Yeah, because I don't think... Because... It, it, 2 and 2.5D is kind of weird. Because... I'm thinking of stuff like Hades, where it's like... I want to say... They have 2D sprites, but you're moving around in like a 3D world. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like like that's isometric. They... Wouldn't that be like? Uh, you know what? I think you're is right. Is that like a strain of third per- uh, third person? That that's just kind of like. Yeah, it might be. I, I think, might. Just I think be... that counts as third person. Okay, because well, I guess because I... yeah, I don't really know the difference. I guess this is more of like a fighting game thing because, for instance, something like Dragon Ball Fighters is like a 2.5D game. Because you're still fighting on like a 2D perspective, so it's still you can only go left and right. But like the characters, the backgrounds are all like 3D. So it's not like Tekken, where right, you know, like you can go uh, uh, like left, deeper right, into and uh, away from the yeah, screen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is a traditional fighting game, but I'm trying to think of. I can think of plenty of 2D games, like Darkest Dungeon, for instance, is a 2D game like straight up it's all 2d you move not even left or uh sorry you move exclusively left to right you don't even go right to left um but i don't i don't even know what necessarily i would even compare it to Mm. because I, i i guess i just wanted to bring up that like 2d games are still something that you can do I feel like they generally just have to be really they generally just have to be like a really stylized thing like Darkest Dungeon, for instance, because Mm -hmm. I don't know, man, if you're not Mario, like you really have to do something to get me to play your 2D game. Well, I say that, but then there's stuff like, well, no, I would say Hollow Knight is pretty stylized as well. I guess Mm -hmm. there's still um, would you call it would you call that a Metroidvania? Yeah, Hollow Knight. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so there's still like Metroidvania. Obviously, they're not as popular, but I mean, there's still 
they're still around. I, I, I don't even necessarily know why I brought it up, because I'm not sure. I, I guess there's yeah, stuff no, in 2D you... that you can't necessarily do in 3D. Right. And just well, no, kind you, of... You are, uh, yeah. you are right. I mean, like, for a while, it was... 3d like the legitimate games were 3d particularly around you know the sixth generation with the ps2 coming out yeah if you weren't like all of these series that grew up on 2d just because you know that's what you did on the nes for example yeah you had you basically went 3d or bust and all the 2d ones were just like shackled to the handheld platforms <laughs> yeah where all the pores played you know yeah but it, it has definitely come back again as you know an artistic choice like we want this to be in 2d right? yeah it definitely I, feels yeah. like there's less of a stigma around 2d than there was say you know 10 15 years ago not even yeah. that it was necessarily a negative stigma it was just like not as like marketable. oh this is like an yeah because it was like oh this is the old we want the new with right. like the 3d but now that 3d has been out for a while i kind of feel like 2d has made a little bit of a comeback but again mm -hmm. i feel like 2d for the most part is i feel like it's specifically like a stylistic choice or like an artistic choice it's not right it's, okay. i feel like it's not really a choice ever made out of necessity anymore i feel like it's just something no. that's like we wanted to make like a, again darkest dungeon we wanted to make a dungeon crawler that's like a um uh, a, a turn-based game right. 2d works really well in there so yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I actually feel like I need to take back what I said about the stigma about, around 2D being gone. Specifically, that would be referring to something like indies. But yeah. that's actually kind of a thing now. It feels like these days 2D has become the indie thing. Like it's a yeah, the oh, indies yeah. have the choice, whereas the AAAs don't. The thing that comes to my mind is Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread is, in all intents and purposes, just a fully fledged Metroid game. It yeah. just so happens mm -hmm. to be played in 2D. And there were people online when it came out being like $60 for a 2D game. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. There were people just like, are you kidding me, Nintendo? Are you kidding me? $60 for 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 this? You compared this to God of War 2018? To this? You this is $60 away, to you? Like Taking away people, one of my Ds. Yeah. <laughs> my D. My Axis. <laughs> so I, I actually do feel like there is still a stigma around 2D. I was lying to you. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think the stigma is that oh, two D, it must be like a like a small developer or like a some kind of indie game, right? Which I mean, they're not. I mean, it's a stereotype for a reason. I mean, yeah, it's just easier they're not to manage wrong. to create for. Yeah, but then but I, when I the triple A is doing, yeah, God forbid. Yeah. I I. I I can't say, well, no, see, I, I'm, I have like a weird, I'm thinking about it right now. I was going to say, I kind of wish there wasn't so like, you know, we could get more higher budget stuff, but then I was like, no, Darkest Dungeon is one of my favorites 2D games that I think I've ever played ever. And it's so goddamn charming. And there is something about the charm of every time loading it up, seeing like, thanks to all of our Kickstarters so that we could actually make this fucking game. And it's kind of like... I don't know, just seeing people not shackled to like mainstream gaming and having to make everything like The Last of Us. I I, I kind of mm -hmm. don't want <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I don't want right. AAA studios to do that because they're going to make it bland and boring and we're never going to get a Darkest Dungeon again. Dude, I, sorry, I'm thinking about Darkest Dungeon 2 now because I know there's they have a new mechanic with like uh, 
uh, your characters actually like have relationships and stuff. And even if you have good relationships, you could have two people that have like a really good relationship with each other. And I mean, like, like being in a relationship because there's guys and girls, so people can be like, but if, if sometimes it can actually fuck you over, because if you have two people who like the same person or in the relationship with the same person, it can literally one other person might be like, I thought you said I was the only one. And then they get like standoffish. And it's like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. What do you mean? Kitten? <laughs> you said I was the only one. Now, don't get me wrong. I, again, I've played Darkest Dungeon. Um, I've played vanilla Darkest Dungeon for probably like 10 hours and then like 40 or 50 like heavily modded because I love the classes and the mods are super this fun. This man so. right here, officer. Yeah, so honestly, like I've experienced the horrors of having your teammates stress out and stuff like that. So kind of like kind of throwing in like relationships and stuff to that mix is like really awesome but horrifying and i have no idea how they're gonna balance that <laughs> only one way to find out yeah but but uh, sorry i'm thinking of that because that uh uh darkest dungeon 2 actually goes to more of like a 2.5d kind of style where um when you're going around in the carriage it's actually like uh you're at like actually driving it like beforehand mm -hmm. you would literally just either be in the hub area or you'd be in a dungeon like there's like no travel between and they're all 2d stuff darkest dungeon 2 now you're kind of like moving around in a carriage and you're actually moving it yourself and it's kind of kind of like a i guess think of like a driving game essentially but then when you get into combat or you get into places like the art has become 2.5d where there's a lot more like 3d models they kept the same art style which I think I'm still okay with it. I still think it looks pretty good. Um, there is something to the 2D charm that I feel like is a little bit lost because you have like updated shadows and they have to look a bit more whatever. But I think it still looks good. But again, it's like, it's this 2.5. Like the, you can see the 3D elements, but you're still playing it in 2D. It's still only left and right. So mm. it, it, it's this weird amalgamation and i i do appreciate what they're going for and i'll be 100 percent honest when i get it i am gonna try and play it and beat it at least once like the vanilla mode i am so looking forward to the mods because <laughs> i feel like because there are mods that look fantastic in like this 2d style and people go nuts I am really looking forward to because I, I I know they've been very supportive I as far as I know of the modding community so I hopefully they keep that up but yeah no I'm looking looking forward to that <laughs> sorry I kind of went off on a tangent but again this 2D one of my favorite 2D games the sequel is going a bit 2.5D so it's right. kind of like this I don't know it's like it, and it ruined it. No, I know some. I, well, no, I know some people that are like, yeah, no, I don't like how they look now. Like, I wish they kept it 2D. So I, I, some people might think that, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird to see that progress and just kind of see how. I don't know the different perspectives kind of are uh, the, the different D's. <laughs> um, affects uh the perception of the game i i, I don't know i was just kind of right. tangenting on dark I, i'll be honest i was right. kind of just tangenting on dark's dungeon because i like yeah. it but it was yeah it was relevant enough but i'm just not 
I, I don't think there's necessarily an argument to be made like, oh, 2D versus 3D, which is better because I, I feel like that's way too varied in terms. No, of No, yeah. So, it definitely yeah. just feels more like a status thing, which yeah. is unfortunate. It's understandable. I mean, AAA, you expect that to be where the money is. And yeah. if uh, I've lost a dimension, what am, where are my taxpayer dollars going? <laughs> that's not right. Can I can I just really quick say though? And I'm not supporting that either. I feel like it's a yeah. it's a shame, but I mean I understand it. Uh, can I just say though, as this collective society, we really need to sit down and have a good chat about what 2.5D means, because I feel like everyone has their own definition for different things. Like you mentioned, Dragon Ball Fighters as being 2.5D because it's played on yep. you know the two <clears throat> axes X and Y, but it's 3D models, 3D levels, stuff like <clears throat> that. It is some weird stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it, it it's two D. You're playing on the two axes. Two point five D used to refer to stuff like Doom and Wolfenstein, where it's you know they're first person shooters and it looks three D, but actually because of how the game is made, it <laughs> it's, you're moving it's, like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's really just like a top down perspective on an X and Y graph. Like you're not really three D, but it looks three D, so it's two point five D. Sometimes yeah. it refers to platformers where you can move closer or further from the screen, like Little Big Planet. Yeah. Can we just pick one, please? <laughs> like... I I think the issue is that <clears throat> it 2.5 kind of, I, I think it literally just encompasses anything that doesn't fall into 2 or 3D. So I don't think I we know, can... and that annoys me as someone who wants to categorize. Uh, good yeah. luck with that, Scott. I, I, I don't know how, okay. I don't know how you do it. <clears throat> I don't know either. I, maybe we just need to break from numbers and use words. This thing is 2.4D. That one is 2.7. We need to turn everything into a Kingdom Hearts subtitle. <laughs> oh, God. 2.8 Final Heart Prologue Remix. <clears throat> the Japanese release. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um... <laughs> I, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yep. I feel like I could go on my own little tangent about... To 2D becoming kind of 3D. Like, I'll just say, if you're making a platformer and you're going to basically have it be 2D, but you can like freely move in and out of the screen, stop it, please. Like, Crash Bandicoot does this, where, uh, you know, I, I have my reservations about Crash Bandicoot's 3D. I'd much prefer 3D for platformers, especially be more centered, be more freeform. I don't like the like distant perspective 3D for the same reasons we're talking about not liking it in resident evil, because you know, I can't, I'm not actually directly controlling the character. It feels like, like I'm just hoping crash is listening and I just lose depth perception. Yeah. But, uh, and then he does that a lot too, when it's 2d segments, but you can still move in and out of the screen. And that's annoying. And just, can we please, I, that's why I appreciate, uh, hi-fi rush. Actually, I've realized now hi-fi rush is, uh, melee action so it's uh and platformer so it's 3d for most of it but there are these moments where it does go into uh 2d platformer segments and it is 2d you can't move in and out of the screen like i just want to praise that for a second i just want to praise that for a moment like thank you for that uh you praise it as much as you want because i haven't played games enough enough of those games (laughs) to uh right yeah (laughs) I don't know. It, 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 the moving perspectives is, is something that's interesting, but I feel like perspectives as a whole are something that get very muddled and taken for granted in games these days. Where I, I, I of course, you know, that's the arty thing. I want developers to be making the choices that best, you know, best help their game be the best. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't feel like that that's the case with some games, but. Oh, yeah. 
but there's definitely uh there's definitely values in uh pretty much any perspective it's just interesting to see how people play with it yeah i i i don't know what yeah. else to say scott <laughs> uh, no I, it feels like we've reached the exhausted the topic portion of the episode it, it does so uh thank you uh scott for joining me on this episode yeah. of chatting with beta comply i'm just gonna get right into the outro <laughs> do it, do it. No uh, thank changes. you everybody for uh joining us uh this week hopefully michael will stop being such a bitch <laughs> and join us again but you know who knows what has that enough time you. to text about the hot new dbd killer and yeah. you still can't do the podcast i'm calling you out michael calling you People out need to know i know you don't listen <laughs> um yeah that's it have have goodbye